Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Deutsche Bank Chief Investment Office Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. I'm Sarah Stabler from Deutsche Bank Communications and I'm here in Singapore speaking with the Private Bank's Chief Investment Officer for Europe, Middle East, Africa, Dirk Stefan, who's joining us from Frankfurt. Hi, Dirk. How are you? Hi, all good here. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Uh, and just a reminder for our listeners, we're, of course, recording this on Friday for the week ahead, beginning Monday, October 23. Uh, Dirk, bond markets and bond yields have been very much in the spotlight um, in, in the past week. What is that? Uh, what is that? How does that line us up for the week ahead and in terms of expectations around uh, Fed policy? Yeah, the bond market is still um, keeping us very busy, unfortunately. And uh, also when you look at our uh, risk list, uh, bonds are clearly at the top and we probably need uh, a clear sign of stabilization there before uh, all other asset classes can also stabilize and hopefully perform a touch better than in the last few weeks. So uh, right now, uh, the market, um, I think, wanted to see the 5%. Uh, for the U.S. Uh, Treasury yield for 10 years. And uh, the, the market action is quite technical, if I may say. So what I mean by that is that there's an imbalance of uh, bond supply and demand. So on the supply side, we have, of course, heavy issuance from the tre- Treasury. And also, don't f- let's not forget, we still have quant tightening, QT. So mm-hmm. the Fed is also not helping on that side. And um, on the demand uh, side of the equation, it's really uh, investors, uh, you know, who need to reduce risk if you think about risk parity funds and specialized bond funds. So it's a bit technical and sort of disconnected from macroeconomic fundamentals these days. Mm, Interesting. Um, But speaking of macroeconomic fundamentals in this part of the world, Asia Pacific, we actually saw uh, uh, China's surprise on the upside. Um, with with data, um, and so what's your view of how that how that sets up China markets for for the week ahead? Yeah, it's an interesting thing, of course, because we had this uh, theme. Maybe you know that one. Probably you know it. it's um, you know the darkest hour is just before dawn. So, and um, this is a nice analogy analogy, I think, to to the China situation because. Uh, sentiment was so weak and nobody was really expecting anything uh, from from the Chinese economy apparently anymore that it was easy to to provide a, a set of data that, that was actually quite robust versus expectations. So we were sort of positioned for that fortunately and uh, now I think the missing piece is still uh, the financial market itself, so the stock market, which is still not uh, reacting positively to that. But at least we get some some improvements on the macro side. If I may share just a couple of details uh, on what's happening, um, uh, real estate is still a drag, but uh, we see um, the first signs of better uh, developments on the consumer side. So um, Mm. for instance, uh, the savings rate uh, came down a little bit um, to below 30%. It's now more or less uh, where, it stand, uh, where it has had been prior to the pandemic. So that's uh, that's actually a good sign because 
um, um, invest, um, um, sorry, uh, Chinese consumers are saving too much. It's a sort of confidence crisis. Mm. And that's a, a positive development. Just to put it into perspective, we're talking about almost a 30% savings rate uh, for the households in China, whereas in the US it's uh, around three and a bit. So it's a huge difference. And um, um, that's really uh, something that needs to change. I find that fascinating, the, the difference in the national savings rates. It is a fascinating topic. Um, but skipping across to Europe, I mean, we are, this week the ECB will be meeting. Um, there's plenty of data uh, expected out. What's your, what's your sort of view of um, what will happen in Europe this week? Yeah, what, what can we say about Europe? So it's still um, a situation where growth is barely existing. So we have uh, a bit of better sentiment uh, in the business confidence if you look at services compared to manufacturing. And manufacturing, there's still hope, I would say, because the inventory cycle is likely to come to an end. So that could um, then lead mm. to a bit better um, news also for the manufacturing sector. But uh, overall, there, there's not much growth really in Europe. Um, on prices, we got a nice data uh, print uh, in Germany because producer prices are actually now 15%, 15% lower than a year ago. And that's, of course, a, a huge improvement for the inflation um, further down the road for consumer inflation. But, um, you know, it's, it's not the same, obviously. So um, consumer uh, prices depend much more on services and so on. So uh, lots to cover by the ECB uh, during their meeting. And uh, a lot will also depend on the communication uh, this time around because we are sort of in this data-dependent mode uh, now. And uh, markets will be very keen to hear some, some statements also on the most recent developments uh, from the ECB side. Sure. I mean, hopefully those producer prices is a positive sign for inf inflation um, peaking or having starting to come down. Um, of course, in the US, we've actually got earnings season in full swing. Um, so uh, how is the market reacting to earnings so far? And what is the expectation uh, for investors uh, on the on the corporate side that are reporting this week? So the, this week will be the busiest one. So we mm. got uh, a lot of, you know, we, we like to call it market cap, right? So like 40% or so of the overall market capitalization uh, in the US uh, will be reporting results. And um, this time around, the focus is on the communication services uh, sector. And uh, we it's actually a sector we like. So we had already some some positive results uh, out of that sector. So hopefully it go, goes on in that direction. Um, it's also nice, I think, to have um, at least one week where, in our view, the main news will come from the corporate sector because uh, it's also quite tiring to always, uh, you know, comment on inflation, bonds and the Fed when you actually want to talk about the stock market. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're actually quite looking forward to, to that. And um, we think that apart from the ECB meeting, um, that's really um, the main topic. So the earnings season uh, in the US and then also, of course, in Europe, where we get uh, also results. So um, an interesting week from our point of view and also hopefully a different one to to last week. Yeah, yeah great. Well. Um... 
that's all we all we have time for uh, right now. Um, thank you very much for that that look ahead. Um, it should be an interesting week, hopefully a good week. Um, I thank you very much for joining us, Dirk, and I thank all of our listeners for tuning in again. Uh, wish you a, a great week ahead. Thanks for having me and wishing everyone uh, a very successful week. Thanks, Dirk. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.